Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One. The following program includes the opinions of Conk News and does not reflect the views of its sponsors. The following. All right. Welcome to the Reardon Report. Hank Reardon, fulfillment journalist with Conk News. Today is Tuesday, the day of Jordan in the year of Jordan. May 23rd of 2023 under the reign of Biden. The Reardon Report is my view of today's events happening in the world as found at conk.news. I have some nouns. Male, husband, father, uncompensated tax collector. Running the magic board is Mr. Tim Conaway. Yes, here from uh, way out west. Way out west, where the tumbleweed blows. Tim Conaway is going to be running for president in the 2024 election. He has a website, conawayforprez.com. It's C-O-N-A-W-A-Y, and then the number four, P-R-E-Z.com. Talk to Tim later in the show about what's happening. I've got a couple of stories that um, I know he's working on some YouTube videos to explain his platform of why you want to vote for Mr. Tim Conway. Conk News is the fastest growing news aggregator on the World Wide Web. Uh, we really would appreciate if you found conk.news, C O N K.news. You'd let your family and friends know and get our traffic going. Like I say in my opening, uh, we talk on the Reardon Report about what I found, today's events on the news service. And so our site aggregates conservative news organizations and changes about five times a day, four times a day um, with their latest news. Um Today there was a article um, from Hot Air that there's another IRS whistleblower for the Hunter Biden. They had a whole group in the IRS that were working on it, and they were reassigned. That's what right. the mainstream media did last week to kind of push this uh, jack-in-the-box. That's When it comes out, the spring is going to break, and it's going to launch out into the atmosphere. Um but I think the thing we're going to find here, everyone dislikes the IRS. And I think, like anything, it's like going to the post office. Those people are just doing their job, feeding their family. Um, and they've been trained to do it in a certain way. And what we're finding or seeing here, I'm picking up on these news stories, is these IRS agents um, have been trained to follow this kind of illegal activity and fill out these forms just like a W-2 or what all these government forms as they're going through this investigation. And normally it starts, once they get to a certain critical mass, it sounds like it takes off. And now they're saying, we've been looking at this for five years and there's nothing taking off. What gives? You know, get rid of the name on the thing. This is not right. We've got the documentation and nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The workers, it, it's, again, all these things, that, you know, they talk about, oh, it's politicized, politicized. Workers do what they're told to do. And uh, if uh, the people at the top, they're the ones who can stop the action uh, or, or, or or keep the action rolling. Lois Lerner. Yeah. When she was she was telling her people what to do, they were just following the direction of the leadership to keep their job. Right. Yeah, that's that's what you want. And it's just like with the FBI and CIA people who are involved in this 
information control stuff, you know, with Twitter and, and other uh, information and disinformation and misinformation, whether they were politically motivated or whether they were just doing the job they were told to do, and they're told this is in the best interest of America, some of these people do have noble ideals about the work that they do, and they're they're told to do this and they follow it. Now, if they don't recognize the, that it's politicized, then that says something about them. Right. But uh, but and and if they're doing it because they're politically motivated, it it still goes back to the leadership. Either the leadership directs them in, uh, toward these politicized uh, actions, or uh, the leadership fails to recognize that the workers are using their private politics uh, to do the job. Uh, so it all falls on those people. And in, in the IRS, yeah, most of the people in the IRS are pushing paper, and they don't really have any big picture scheme going on. But in this one, when they moved all of those people who were working on that to something else, that told me they were on to something. And who moved them? Well, you know, it's Biden's people are in charge now. Right. So if it was coming up uh, the pipe that, you know, these people were on to something, then uh, that is the action that they would take. So something is there, uh, you know, we how do we fight to get it? Uh, that's the – it's always how do you fight the, the bureaucracy? They're not elected um, we don't hire and fire them, so what can we do to to make that come out? Yeah, and and the the issue I see long term with this is um, all this deceit and misdirection. I mean, it's again, it's the FBI putting agents inside of Twitter, so you have an experienced, trained FBI agent sitting next to a college trained bag of shit. That doesn't really get what's going on, other than their political ideologies are aligned, mm-hmm. and the FBI agent is having this poor kid do all this stuff. The kid just is like, "Yeah, that's nonsense." Not even understanding. Well, at some point, you're going to have your head down, and you're going to be marching towards the box car. Yeah, you're just not to your level yet, and that's we. If we want to repeat history, we're on track for that. The thing that really should scare people is that this AI that's coming, it's there, it's moving, it's part of our culture and the world. It doesn't know what it, it doesn't know anything except what it was told. And at some point when it thinks it knows how to make those decisions and doesn't have to listen to its keeper, then how do you guard the gate? Right. Yeah. And so that's the change between 2023 and 2018 2020, 1984, 1965. There's now a machine, good or bad, helpful or not, that's going to have some power. We're not sure of its level, but it's in our future. Yeah, and and these machines, as we see all the time, as Jazz Shaw, one of our uh, frequent uh, contributors on, on uh, our podcast, says... Uh, you know, they get it wrong most of the time. Right. And, and But people are in such a big rush to employ these that that's not going to – well, the other thing is which side do they get it wrong on? <laughs> you know, if they get it wrong uh, in a way that's favorable to the people who can implement these things, then they're going to implement it. They're going to like it that way. Now, we don't need to fix this. We need to keep – this right. thing is stupid as as it is right now. Yes, and corporate America loves the idea of not having humans that can get pregnant, want to take vacation, want pay increases, um, have competitors knocking on their door to take the brain drain away. Um, corporate America, and again, not the people itself that, but mm. that organism called corporate America is just licking their chops on, oh, yeah, we don't need all that brick and mortar that the humans used to go to. In fact, we'll need even less 
because just, it just won't enough be work for, from home. Yeah, just enough for the server farm. Right. Uh, you know, to do it, and you eliminate most of the people who are doing the the thinking, planning, uh, managing. That'll all be out of the machines, and and then they'll talk to the robots that make the parts. <laughs> yeah, well, and and from my standpoint and our standpoint here at Conk News, if you're a journalist and you don't want to re- be replaced by one of these, email me at hankr at conk.com. We'd love to bring you on and have, you can use our news service as your place to put your stuff before they replace you because that's what's going to happen. They are going to physically just let some AI write the story They'll feed it the information, right or wrong, mm-hmm. um, and the story will be printed, and off it goes. Um, and so that's why we just need to pay attention to it. And so as the Biden debacle with the family, I mean, it's pretty evident $10 million got busted around 20 fake shell companies and then distributed to Biden descendants and relatives it's going to come out. Um, might take ten years. We don't know, um, but the facts are there. These guys have seen it. Um, Colmer, the from the House of Re- uh, Representatives, the Republican, you know, they know that this stuff is there. It's documented. They can't flush it down the toilet. The dog can't eat it. Mm-hmm. They're just playing the mainstream media to delay it, delay it, delay it. Right, um, and it's. It's just pretty, pretty scary on how, how that goes. Another thing that 100% fed up, just an awesome news service, had a story today um, that yesterday, the day before the Jordan Jordan, Jordan Jordan day, um, the Biden, and I love how, uh, 100% always refers to the Biden administration as the Biden regime, which we do here because mm-hmm. it is a regime. The Biden regime, regime informed lawmakers that it was canceling a contract that they're negotiating with a Chinese-linked energy technology firm called MicroVast. MicroVast. They were going to be awarded a $200 million grant, and this is where Conaway's platform as president he wants to figure out the how this two hundred million dollars would be accounted for to the last penny. Right, right. We're going to give this money to someone. How do we understand? How, if are they buying new cars or are they actually, in this case, trying to find? This is a battery manufacturer again in the conservative state of Texas. So don't you know when you think of these Florida, Texas. All these conservative um, strongholds, remember, they're full of money grubs, money grubbing people like every other liberal state, uh, especially when it comes to government money because it comes flowing in and it's good. You're not worried about the check balancing or that not being paid on the due date. And this was through the U.S. Department of Energy um, for Biden's bipartisan infrastructure law. Um, the funny thing was the Republicans, uh, Representative Frank Lucas from Oklahoma, was really pushing on this that um, Microvast, the American corporation, failed to mention it, its close ties to the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. And Jennifer Granholm, who is the U.S. Secretary of Energy, um, got a letter from Lucas and he stated in there that nearly 80% of micro microvasts assets are in China in China 61 61% of its revenue originated in China um, the SEC our Securities and Exchange Commission again reemphasized that 69% of microvast revenues was generated in China again if you're an American and you say, I want to sell my little widget to this 2 billion Chinese potential customers, and you go over there with your widget, the first thing the Chinese government is going to say is, we own 51% of your company. 
show us your intellectual property so we can sell it to our 2.6 or 1.6 billion Chinese people, but fat, dumb, and ugly, or fat, dumb, and lazy America just lets them set up in Texas the CCP. Right. Pretty scary. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, $200 million in in funding, let's say it's for R&D. It, it, it's a battery company. It's, I'm sorry. Yep. They make lithium batteries for buses or something. Right. So uh, so whatever the $200 million was going to be used for, whether it was R&D or to set up production facilities or whatever, you know, you can't find an American company to do that with. Uh, no. Somehow the Biden administration picked a Chinese company. And, oh, there's no connection between China and, and the Biden family. That's all, you know, that's all a witch hunt. You know, when they say witch hunt, the media says, oh, look, these guys are being witch hunted. When Trump says witch hunt, everybody says, oh, he's so paranoid. Um, right. You know he's guilty. He's so, uh, uh, But, yeah, so, yeah, that money could have gone to an American company. And somebody has to investigate these. You know, thankfully, this Lucas in Oklahoma actually took a look at it, or it would have gone there. If, yeah. he, if he hadn't raised us up, um, you know, we would have given $200 million to the Chinese Communist Party. And the saving grace in all of this is Grandholm, who's a puke out of Michigan and flyover country like where we are in Minneapolis, they're starting to understand, I could get tagged with this, and someone's going to be the fall person, and obviously the Bidens are Teflon like the Clintons, right. so it's going to be the Jennifer Grandholms of, this, of the country that have to wear the scarlet letter of traitor mm -hmm. when this stuff goes down. And so I think that, you know, uh, Don Zorro has been talking about the Zorroisms, these small cracks that are starting to show, and these are it. And, folks, there's so much going on, so much noise. We're the ones that have to identify these as cracks in their stuff. The $200 million the Chinese were counting on now isn't coming. Is that a big deal? For us Americans, it is. For the Chinese, no. They're doing this all over the globe. Yeah. They just look at us as being the easiest target because we're the wealthiest. Well, yeah, and we're we're – handing out money all over the globe and China is in a lot of these places yeah. where we're handing out money, uh, you know, and doing these people favors. So that's again, and let's make them work on that kind of way in, in the continent of Africa, not in Texas. Right. Right. Yeah. If this was a California company, everyone would have said, well, that's expected. That was the other thing in this. This is Texas, right? As blue as your balls can be Texas. Mm -hmm. No, and it's happening there, and it's frustrating that they, you know, that that's we're not even safe in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Well, the grift, the because, Biden Chinese grift. Yeah, and, and you know, nobody's really taking a hard look at that. There's this company called Foxcom with two X's and two M's uh, that is going around, you know, saying, "Oh, they'll set up." They're finding the the most lucrative place to set up, and by that I mean they're finding the place with the biggest tax breaks, the biggest tax incentives, the biggest everything to set up their factory. And then, uh, you know, at the last minute they're pulling out because they they want more and they want more and they don't get it. Um, yeah, because that was supposed to be right in our neighboring state in Wisconsin, mm -hmm. right? Wisconsin yeah. during Trump's administration. He was bragging about that. And, I got them to come here. Well, they still haven't broke ground anywhere. Right. And they're an Asian company. Uh, let's, you know, let's just right. say we don't know if it's directly out of China, but they're an Asian company, and almost every successful company in Asia gets support from the Chinese, some kind of backing from them. Um, so, yeah, and that's it's more like a disruptive thing. You know, there was a company that was going to make electric-powered pickup trucks. That was going to be their thing. We're going to do one thing. We're going to stay in one lane. Right. Uh, and, you know, we're going to be successful with this. And they were well into production. Foxcom uh, was the big 
uh, backer of them, and they pulled out at the last minute and leaving these guys with nothing. Uh, you know, they, they can't go forward now with what this was. And it's like, was this intentional to, you know, destroy another American company? Well, meanwhile, I'm sure getting access to the plans and the technology and all that kind right. of stuff that's right. going on. Yeah, it's uh, it. You Good have link there. That is a perfect example of what is going on and how our greed, and we are greedy because we're Americans, and the system has taught us that. I should say the system's exploiting man's and women's natural want to get more and to have more and to have and to work less and to enjoy the fruits of this planet. Um, so yeah, that's a really good link. Um, and, and again, $200 million grant to Microvast canceled. Thank you, Jennifer Grandholm. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go down or get no. flushed out with the bathwater. Um, so with that, to... we're coming up on a break here. We're going to take a break. Um, this is a Reardon report from conk.news. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun. Too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumba Casino. Casino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, Hank Reardon here from Conk News. I want to tell you today about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Right now you can eliminate odors, mold, mildew, bacteria, and viruses in your home with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses Oxy technology that naturally sends out OH3 molecules that seek out and destroy odors. The thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad smells. It eliminates them, leaving that fresh, clean smell, just like after a thunderstorm. The thunderstorm is small, plugs right into the wall, fits in the palm of your hand. Put one in your basement, bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you want clean, fresh air. It also includes a USB cord if you want it in your car or a truck or a motorhome. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. That's three units for under $200, a fraction of the cost compared to the other air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the discount code CONK3, that's C-O-N-K, the number 3, to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Use CONK3. And their shipping is free. All right, welcome back to the Reardon Report. I'm Hank Reardon, fulfillment journalist with Conk.News. Today is Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. So it's the day of Jordan in the year of Jordan under the reign of the Bidens. We're going through some news stories that I found at conk.news. Please check it out. 
Mr. Tim Conway is running the big board. Running it right out of town. That's right. Running it out of town. So another interesting story on uh, at Conk today, conk.com, is that the Biden administration is now, again, this is a, uh, uh, I want to say this is a hot air article. Anyway, the, uh, they call it the Biden regime again, so it might be 100%. Um, but a leaked memo shows the Biden regime is ending the DNA testing of children at the border to stop child trafficking. So they knew they were going to get rid of this Title 42. They built the mass mainstream media, all this energy up, showed all these people. Now it's off the news. You don't hear about it. No. You know, unless you go to Fox, um, that the line, you don't see the lines. There's no one talking about it. Title 42 has been erased. Um, Biden had put, or Trump had put this policy in place. Um, back when he was closing or lowering the amount of traffic at, at the borders to prevent child exploitation. So what they would do is if Conaway walks up to the border with four little kids, they would swab everyone's mouth and check DNA. Were you related? It was like one in ten kids weren't related to, you now people say, well, so, you know, so what? Well, do the math. If you got two million a year coming across, how yeah. many thousands are? They're not related at all. The mm -hmm. DNA proves it. Um, then for the one, you know, the nine get to go on with a relative, hopefully for good reason to come into the country and start to be productive citizens and get educated. But the poor one out of the ten is either raped, sold into a sex trade, or just killed. Um, and so that should be pretty alarming to people that they're getting rid of this. Now, they don't say it's because of a budgetary reason. Um, and according to this article, 30% of the children brought across the border are trafficked by people with zero relationship to them. Many are raped, sold, and even killed. Um, they were doing this testing to try to keep these kids safe. So if they didn't test positive, they were separated from this person that walked them up and they were, the child was then tried to be, you know, brought back to the, to its real parents or real, real kin. And it's amazing how that part of the story, the story is gone as a news story. I mean, I couldn't find anything on, oh, yeah. on anything for Conk. So even the conservative news is like, well, we're moving on. I mean, everyone, and that's the noise of the universe we're in. But then just to, you know, they, they just throw this out. Someone, again, leaked the memo. Someone just like the second, the new, newest whistleblower in the Hunter Biden thing, there are real Americans inside these government agencies that know this stuff is wrong. Um, and... I don't, I mean, I'm just, it's like, what, what has any meaning or matter or what can you stand there and put your hand over your heart and say the Pledge of Allegiance to when just everything is going to shit? Yeah, yeah, and, and these people who come forward, you know, have to be protected and, you know, they're doing the right thing. They're coming out with important information that the American public needs to know because the government isn't a private corporation. It isn't a private organization. The government represents the people. The government works for the people. And so all of the secrecy in, in government uh, drives me crazy. All of the, you know, we can't announce this and we can't tell you that. And we can't do, yeah, you can. We're in charge. We're paying the bills, first of all. <laughs> we right, are the, right. you know, and we're not just the customer. We are in charge. Uh, you guys aren't in charge of us. It's the other way around. So answer the question. Uh, tell us what's going on. Uh, I was thinking as you were talking about this that, you know, maybe if you looked up uh, online some southern Texas television stations 
uh, you might find some coverage sure. on this. Uh, that would be the only way because they're the ones being subjected uh, to all these people coming across and the detention and all that until the federal government then ships them out around the country. <clears throat> but you're talking about 2 million people coming across and you're one out of 10 of these kids, you know, so you're looking at, at, at the most, 200,000 uh, people. I can even do that math in my yeah, head. Right. Uh, you know, 200,000 kids, and let's say it's only half that. That's 100,000 kids that are being trafficked. Um, and the people flooding across, some of them are escaping some bad situations, but half of them, in my opinion, and this is just a guess. I have no proof of this. But half of them are are not coming across uh, out of any need for asylum or any need for a better life. They're criminals, and it's it's all part of a, some kind of criminal behavior. They can just come and go as they please. Uh, you know, it's like having a a uh, a private concert going on. And then you've got people with no ticket who just keep crashing the gate and leaving and coming back and crashing the gate and leaving and coming back and crashing the gate. And what we do is, you know, we give them a pat on the back. Uh, so that whole situation with the border, uh, you know, I know it's not in the grand tradition of America, the melting pot and all that sort of stuff, but we really just need to close the borders uh, for about a year, uh, have a moratorium on anybody coming in. And until we can work out a system where we can make sure that the people coming across are the p- people who deserve to come across. Right. Yeah. It, I mean, for our own safety, this is you just don't know who's coming into your neighborhood. And if they're distributing these equally, there's 40,000 people, 40, people arriving a month um, or, or in a year. Two million divided by 50 gives you 40,000. You know, it's several hundred a week that are coming into your city. Mm-hmm. Um, and people go, well, that's not that many. Well, what if you're a town of 1,000? Yeah, because they don't send them to the same spot every time, because they know they there's no control. Then they're plotting them around, um, and again, which ones are here for with ill will? I mean, we don't have any we don't have any idea. You know, they say there's people. I mean, how does someone from Niger get to Mexico to walk across the border or China? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a swim. Yeah, yeah, and you've got all sorts of people from the Middle East that are coming. So these aren't just Mexicans or Latin Americans or right. South Americans. These are people from all over the world. Those people are already here because mm-hmm. we've been doing this for years. Oh, I yeah. I mean, it's not like they just figured this out in South America. What a great place to go. They've been trying to get here forever. Try to get here from Cuba, you get returned, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You you don't get to hang around. It's uh, so anyway. It's just amazing how they built this thing up. Yep, Title Forty Two is going to go away. Went away. The stories have gone away, and now it's like, well, since Forty Two went away, Title Forty Two went away. Let's just get rid of the DNA testing and this hundred or two hundred thousand kids, whatever. Yeah, they're they're uh, fodder for whoever wants them. Yeah. So that's uh, again a. a one of these crazy stories that's every day appearing at Conk.News. Another interesting story um, of that this Amber Crawford, great reporter for 100% Fed Up, has U.S. senators issued satellite phones for emergency communication in preparation for a disruptive event. Yeah, I saw that. It's something about to happen. Should America's know? That's an awesome headlines. And again, at Conk, we don't touch the headlines. We don't touch the photos. Yeah. This is the creation and the art of the reporter, and we don't feel we're obligated 
or have any rights to, to manipulate this stuff, if it catches your eye as you're on conk.news, that's your connection with the writer. Stop and read it. Um, but again, here we have the Senate Sergeant at Arms, Karen Gibson, had a, uh, was given testimony about security measures that she's offering to senators. Never explains what the disruptive event is. She says, to ensure a redundant and secure means of communication during a disruptive event that could take out the communications, that's why we've offered the 100 senators a satellite phone. At least 50 have accepted, and it's not clear. The list hasn't been distributed who it is. So it's 25 from each party, let's say, because um, the Senate is basically... An apple, cut it in half, and that's what yeah. you got. So uh, are you prepared for a disruptive event? Yeah, and for people who don't understand what a satellite phone is as opposed to a cell phone, satellite phone, the signal bounces off a satellite. It doesn't bounce around cell towers. And uh, so it's a you a secure means of communication it's also there aren't any dead spots you know if you're in the middle of the ocean or you're in the middle of, of the sahara desert or the gobi desert or wherever you know you can connect with the sat phone so if the cell system goes down the cell towers go down the electric grid goes down um, satellite phones are not affected by that they also as i understand can't be hacked or tracked um, you know, right. you can't be. You can't listen in on them, but uh, but they are also very expensive. Uh, not just the phone itself, but the well. These days, they're probably not as expensive as these nice. Yeah, like a, it's over a hundred dollars a month for the yeah to, to have the service. Have but the, the service and yeah. So it, it, this is an expensive proposition. But so we're talking about dire circumstances. Um, because these phones are typically, as I say, used, you know, in the field by, by the military, used in the field by operatives, uh, you know, of governments. And um, this is uh, something to say, oh, th these people might need this. Yeah, what is going to happen in the D.C. area or wherever senators Yeah, if live. they're all at home for Labor Day. Yeah, when they're not. Or Memorial Day. That's, yeah. a new, that's a holiday coming up. So they're all in their back home for Memorial Day, and the disruptive event happens. Because um, they're not worried about them when they're in D.C. because they'll all go to their little bunker. Mm -hmm. um, they're worried about it when they're, it's for one of the, during one of these holiday breaks, which these guys get about eight months off. Um, and, and if you go to conk.news, we have a great sponsor there called EMP Shield, and that's for an electromagnetic pulse. Um, that will protect your car. It's your, you know, if the cell phone grid gets fried, you're hosed, but you can protect your home, your vehicles. Um, so check out our advertiser and our sponsor, EMP Shield. Uh, they're easy to install on your vehicle. And um, just gives you a little comfort. Um, we have an uh, ad that I read, and I s stayed in there, you know, when the shit's going to go bad, and it's going to. Just look what's going around. Yeah. You're sort of prepared. Yeah, look what they're telling us, uh, you know, in, in an indirect way. Yeah. Oh, we're going to prepare you elite people for some, uh, you know, when major. When you're not in, in the illustrious D.C. area that at least yeah. we got a way for you to call in for the helicopter to come and get you and save your family and friends. All right. It's one of those little breaks at the Reardon Report. I'm Hank Reardon, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hank Reardon here for EMP Shield. You want to get yourself an EMP shield. And if you go to conk.news, we have ads there. If you go to conk.news forward slash EMP, order your peace of mind today. These are little units to protect your vehicle from a electromagnetic pulse, a lightning strike. It bolts onto your battery. You ground it to the body of your car. 
couple hundred bucks. And when the shit hits the fan, because it is going to, it's pretty evident there is trouble brewing. EMP Shield will give you peace of mind that your vehicle will work. You can add it to your home, an RV, a motorcycle, your home solar array. Go to conk.news forward slash EMP and order one today. Order two if you need one for a family friend. This is serious stuff. All right, welcome back to the Reardon Report. I'm Hank Reardon, fulfillment journalist with Conk.News. Today is May 23rd, 2023, so it's the day of Jordan, the year of Jordan, under the reign of Biden. Thank you, the crack big board runner, Mr. Tim Conway, for that timely commercial. Yeah, well, the EMP shield, you know, there's man-made electromagnetic pulses, but... A big crack of thunder right over your house, which can happen, can take out everything. And that uh, back in April, uh, my house, everything went black for about 10 seconds. And then it was back because the EMP shield was working. Yes. Other people reported their uh, electronics were fried. Their router, their internet router, their... Uh, their, uh, you know, some of the computer functions, uh, all that kind of stuff just was gone, and they had to go out and replace that. So it can happen naturally. Right. And, uh, you know, and especially if you live in tornado, lightning and tornado country, you can get that uh, right on top of your house. And lightning, you know, they it's always described as coming down in bolts, but what you're seeing is the side of it. It's a sheet of electricity, three million volts of electricity suddenly swamping everything. Right. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, get that and protect yourself. Protect yourself. They're talking about it. We're not making this up. That's an article about a disruptive event. That's a nice, easy way of saying if we want to take it to the next level, we can have a disruptive event. Just scary. Because our grid is not protected from it either. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Funny, another article from Amber Crawford at 100% up. These just all caught my... Yeah, she's, she's really... I mean, if you look at the just the ones that we pick up, the Conk News yeah. picks up, Amber Crawford, Amber Crawford. I mean, she is the workingest person in the business. Yeah, she is... And she's on point of, so this is the headline, LOL, exclamation point, Democrat parties and NAACP attempts to harm Ron DeSantis days before he announces his run for president. Warns black, warns black Americans it's not safe to travel to Florida, dash. Forgets to mention NAACP chairman lives in Tampa. Mm -hmm. So, again, this is, uh, if you're not scared... And distracted, you might sit down and have 10 minutes to yourself and go, this really is a bunch of nonsense and I'm tired of it. But they want to keep you distracted and angry and worked up. And so anyway, she goes on to say that uh, the NAACP released a formal travel notice. Now, I thought that was only our government issued travel orders for other countries. I didn't know the NAACP had a travel bureau mm. to it, but obviously, you know, I don't know much. Warning black Americans not to travel to Florida because Ron DeSantis has aggressive attempts to erase black history and to restrict diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida schools. So you're supposed to be afraid to go to Florida because of future Mickey Mouse employees. These are kids um, are learning that they should be not they shouldn't be understand diversity, equity, or inclusion. So it's it's the kids because she's talking about the Florida schools. Yeah, that, that's what the NAACP is saying. And more and, and more directly, here's the quote: Florida is openly hostile towards African Americans, people of color, LGBTQ plus individuals. 
what is said in the advisory. Before traveling to Florida, please understand that the state of Florida devalues and marginalizes the contributions and the challenges faced by African Americans and other communities of color. I'm sure <laughs> the African Americans are scratching their head going, why are we lumped in with the LGBTQ community? I mean, what cotton did they pick and you know what <clears throat> yeah who owned them and um i you know i don't and they don't quite explain how those two are together but that's the NAACP linking its members with that group which confuses me as a you know yeah uncompensated tax collector the 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 hook is the chair of the board of directors for the NAACP a man by the name of Leon Russell lives in Tampa so, you know, that's kind of like, I like to eat my vegetables from the garden, but it's right next to the power, you know, the nuclear power plant, but it don't, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't, yeah. how do they get away with this shit? And mm-hmm. the media doesn't cover it. I, Amber's covering it because it's not being talked about. Right. Just their statement, not the correlation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's ridiculous that they're issuing you say issuing travel notices and you know and again this is their uh, opinion they are a an organization they're not a, an a, even a bureaucracy they they have no official standing uh in the government and for them to say that it's openly hostile to these people because the state doesn't uh embrace woke policies that are actually divisive and meaningless in in their effect on stuff. Yeah, let's lump them together with this. Let's talk to all the Cuban immigrants who, uh, you know, have come to Florida and live there and establish their families and businesses and, and stuff and see, you know, if they feel like, yeah, it's an openly hostile place. You know, they, they've been em- embraced by the population welcomed by the population. Uh, so, you know, it's just nonsense, but this organization can say it. And, you know, it's the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, although we're not allowed to call them colored people anymore. We call them people of color. Right. Because that, that is so much different and uh, more advanced. Well, then that. it would end in PC, like politically correct. So they should do it, you know, NAAPC. Yeah, for uh, uh, the politically you know, correct side of it, uh, but it, you know, it's again, it's it's total nonsense. Fighting back, it's an ideological fight, uh, and like they're going to stop people from coming to Florida. I don't know. They're going to stop families that want to go to Disneyland and Universal World and or Disney World and Universal Studios, <clears throat> and uh, visit all the the touristy things that you can do in Florida or come there to go fishing or come for all the reasons that you could go like, Oh, openly hostile is the part that caught me. Uh, that, that means there are people at the borders, uh, that are, are, you know, pointing weapons at you when you try to cross. That's what openly hostile. uh, And that isn't the case. It'll be interesting when DeSantis, you know, announces, uh, because so far we've had Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, you know, talking. uh, He's running for the Republican nomination, uh, doing, you know, his bit. He's been making a lot of noise for a while, and it makes sense. I mean, I I like the guy. I like what he's saying. And, and, you know, so now DeSantis gets into it, and he's going to have to— like come forth and he's going to be challenged on all these things, but he, he doesn't bend to these people. He doesn't so gosh and try to, you know, make excuses. He tells it like it is. And now he's going to be in a position to have to tell it like it is all all around the country, which should be, it should open up some interesting conversations. Tim Scott now has his hat in the ring. You've (laughs) got, you're going to put your hat in the ring. So yeah, there's going to be, and and that's what this country was built on. We we can all have our different opinions, and we come to the center to have an agreement to move forward. Um, 
it just strikes me that we have the NAACP really culturally appropriating the State Department offer, you know, puts out travel advisories, right? Right. I mean, and I thought that wasn't a good thing to do, you know, <laughs> the cultural appropriation or gender appropriate, you know, mm-hmm. just that was uh, something that you can find on, you know, on the true site called Google because Google knows all. Um, you know, Wikipedia has a whole page on cultural appropriation. And I think if the ma- mainstream media is correct here, they should talk to the NAACP and say, hey, you can't, travel advisories are issued by our State Department, not by, mm. you know, you can't have a, any of those kind of organizations doing it because the State Department's going to feel bad that there's someone trying to crouch into their lane. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with an interstate kind of thing, even though the chairman of this group lives in the state that they're right. warning right. you about. It's so bad. Maybe it's their way. Maybe he doesn't want all these people coming to California. Maybe that's <laughs> or to Florida. You know, all the Californians and the New Yorkers that are migrating to Florida because of the it's a nice tax state, it's beautiful weather. Um, and maybe this is his way of saying we need to stop this mass influx of you outsiders yeah it's too crowded here so let's. yeah so yeah you we don't want you people showing up here so um let's put out a travel advisory um don't come and experience it because you might want to move there and crowd me out of my half inch of sand at the beach all right conaway what's going on with the conaway for prez.com well it's you know i've been thinking a lot about this um debt ceiling thing that's going on right now. And so I'm thinking, if I were president, so here's my statement on this. This is uh, earth-shattering, breaking news. That's right. Uh, If I were president and this thing came up, I would tell Congress, uh, we're not going to raise the debt ceiling. We're going to lower the spending. Uh, That's how we're going to deal with this. And uh, one way, Way the first thing is Congress needs to go uh, eliminate all the programs throughout the federal bureaucracy that duplicate other programs. And because I would have a staff uh, that you know I could assign some of them to figure this out, they could give them a list right away of all the things that are duplicated. Leave one of them, uh, you know, but the rest of them get rid of. Uh, all of the bureaucratic programs, federal programs that have failed in their mission. They were set up to do something. They haven't achieved it. Instead of rewarding them with more money uh, and the excuse, oh, we need more time, is you just get rid of them. They're not doing what they needed to do, not doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, All of the federal programs that were set up by Congress, the Congress didn't have the constitutional authority to set up, get rid of all of those. And then the fourth thing is uh, everybody in Congress goes a month. There's no pay for one month uh, because you got to feel the pain of this as well. So you reduce all that. Now, if you're not willing to do that, as president, I can't eliminate uh, these entirely because they were set up by Congress. But I can, by executive order, I can get rid of everybody except one person in that department. So the department still exists uh, all the way through. And I can't, you know, make the Fed or the uh, Congress stop uh, paying themselves for their failures. But I can do the other uh, three things where I reduce the Department of Education to one person. Sure. Um, and... Uh, I can reduce all these, you know, duplicated programs. I can reduce them each to one person. Plus, the the fifth and I think the biggest thing, suspend all foreign aid. Until we get our own bookkeeping in order, we're not sending out any money to any other part of the world. we got to take care of our, our own bookkeeping first, our own financial stuff first, and... If we're afraid, oh, we don't raise the debt ceiling, uh, you know, we won't be able to pay the bills. Well, we'll pay our bills with that money before we send it to foreigners to do whatever it is that, that they do with it. Right. 
And the other side's going to say, well, you're going to create this vacuum for China to come in and, and to do their deal. They're doing it anyway. Well, right. And, that, and, well, and then we can say to the people that are going to wait is like, hey, this, we are going to do this. Get prepared. Um, again, we know that our competitor, the Chinese, are going to come in. Just remember, you can look at history from the beginning of our founding in 1776 to now, the day that this is implemented. We've never stayed after we've conquered. Right. The Chinese are staying. Mm-hmm. So you tighten your belt. We're warning you. Tighten your belt. Be ready. we got to fix our house. Then we're going to come back and help. Where we can, with, Where we can. With, with new rules that it's got to be accounted to the last penny. Right. So if you don't have anything to worry about, right, just like, well, why do you got to worry about the IRS if you're doing everything right? Well, you got, you're going to have time to throw out any bums in your organization that like to grift it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can say to the Chinese, we're fine. We don't need any support. We don't need your belt and road because the belt and road means – they have their belt around your neck. Yeah. And we're not leaving. We leave. Ask the Iraqis. Yep, we did all sorts of shit there, and we, but we left. Now, we have a few military people there, which I'm all for. If, you know, Japan and Germany, all these fringe places, we have these bases. If that means we have to pull those back, that's all part of it. But we don't conquer the way the Chinese do. Don't, you know, I know we bring our corporations there and they're, you know, don't, you yeah, don't have to give me all this, oh, you're just full of shit. It's business, but and, yeah, we don't, we're not, we haven't right. taken over. We don't set up anything more than an embassy there. Um, and through this purging, this dieting that Conway is talking about, this stuff will get corrected as well. So we'll come back a fitter, more healthy person to deal with because your country won't be grifting and then the people inside America that are grifting don't get to either because we're healthier, we're thinner. Yeah. And, you know, when we come back with it, you know, we don't need to go to do this in more than 100 countries around the world. We can strategically decide where we need to do this and where we don't need to do it. And, yeah, it's always been this competition with China and these other things. It's like we'll compete where we need to compete. And some of these other places, it's like, you know, we'll still do business there. We'll have embassies there. But, you know, we're not going to have hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, given away without any accountability uh, in these areas. Because it doesn't trickle down to the the – citizens it stays up in the yeah. governments and and in the hierarchy if, if we want to feed poor people in some country we can fly in uh, all the food that we can and give it directly to those people if we want to provide medical care we can fly in uh you know medical care uh and and do temporary clinics uh you know we can provide vaccines we can do all that kind of stuff we can do it directly at a much lower cost, and the people in the in that country know directly where it's coming from. Uh, because if any of it filters down to the poor and the, the needy, the sick, they think they're getting it from, you know, Mister Kamunde uh, or you know whoever's organization is the one that's taken their share of the money and now dribbling out a little bit for somebody right. else. And you're getting whatever that little trinket is at some cost, right? some obligation for yeah. loyalty or whatever. I mean, right. again, we're, Conway can't correct all the ills by the first month, but he can, and he has been. He's been explaining the things he's going to address. Yeah. And, um, because, and that's it. I mean, it's a limited restructuring. We get that. But in the start in the first zero. year, you can make big changes. Yes, and in the the following years, then you you tweak that you you massage those changes into you know a working platform, and and you you know are steadfast and you make sure that it stays, and then you've got something that should last for a while. 
that's how you do. That's how you make change in an organization. Yeah. You identify what's the fat. We see corporate corporations are doing it right now by eliminating work working folks and uh, you know head counts. Then you pause and you see what happens and you go little heavy there. Probably got to add something or what can we do technology wise or do we really need it? Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, backfill it. And then go look for the other places like this is still, it's not necessary or it's top heavy or it's not producing what they said their mission was. Right. Right. And there's plenty of that. If you, if you look through these things, some of these programs that were chartered, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago to accomplish something have never accomplished it. And yet they still get money and more money each time around because Everything's more expensive, so we need more money this time around to continue failing. Right. Yep. But we're trying. Well, in these cases, we need success stories. We yeah. need movement. And again, it could be gradual. Like, well, we got rid of all these people. We're actually making progress. Okay. Let's look again in six months. We're moving on. You say you're going to be at this level in six months. Go work your magic. We'll come back. We don't have to sit there over your shoulder. I mean, we just have literally closets full of old, nasty stuff. Yeah. I learned last week I was at an event that if you're a Dakota Indian, there's still a law on the books from the 1860s that says you can't come into Minnesota territory. <laughs> when yeah. that happens or that still exists, um, that you know, I was in, in a in a room with people that I didn't know. And, and it's, I don't think it's, you don't need to be bombastic about that stuff. Mm -hmm. But my question to the person that told me that is we're hoarders. Our governments are hoarders of rules and regulations and laws. And in to walk through the, the legislative nonsense in each state in 50 States, you're going through a little tunnel and there's rotting food and there's decaying stuff from the 1800s still around, still on the books. We're not educated as citizens of the state about it, but the people that do know that that's still in play also know how they're going to check me. We don't have border crossing stuff, which reaffirms that, the government really has a bunch of nonsense, and that's why people treat it like it's a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. So it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, but, yeah, um, that, that's a, a story for another day um, to talk about. Um, but that's just one of these things that, as Conaway's um, presidential run starts to get some momentum in it, that's the stuff that we're super excited here at Conk to to – to be in support of, um, again, we're, we don't agree on, uh, the Reardon report on stuff a hundred percent. We're not in, we, we get to have a communication about it, learn, oh, there might be another Avenue, a different center that we're trying to get to. Um, but in the end, if we all know the problem, so bringing them up isn't, doesn't help anyone. It's, do you have a constructive solution that can be implemented and tested and measured, and that's what our government needs, whether it's the federal or the state. They're both hoarders of laws. They don't clean out their attic. Their main floor is full. Their basement's full. Their yard is full. There's these little paths that everyone's supposed to be walking through, and don't look over there. We still have that there. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Get get rid of it. Yes. Yes. Clean it up. Don't meet for two years because you're going to come in the third year and say these are all the old legislative items that we need to deactivate or, I don't you know, rescind, whatever the freaking yeah. eelpout lawyers have the terminology for. Um, but that would make us a better state, a better city, and a better country. And the citizens would know, wow, we're making progress. Yeah, and some of them they could get rid of. They've just enacted in the session that closed yesterday. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in Minnesota, they had a good run. They controlled all three branches. They were very verbal about it, 
you're a second-class citizen if you're a conservative Republican in Minnesota. So smoke pot, screw up your young kids, kill your babies. And we got we had $17 billion in a surplus. They're not talking about what that number is now. We know it's down just because we know it's been coming down. There's just less revenue. Yeah. And we take that, and instead of giving it back to the people that we overcharged, we were kind of coming up with all kinds of new programs that are initially funded by this thing, but in the future will need more taxes in order to sustain. Right. And they'll never come off the books. No. Nope. And, that, and that's if, uh, if we can get Conaway elected, we know that's the – promise he's made um and we will hold his feet to that um and i don't think we're gonna have to i he's got grandkids i have grandkids we're gonna leave this place better than we found it that's our promise and that will be one way through conaway's presidency to clean this up um and he will be out long before he's in his mid-80s um (laughs) and that's what it's supposed to be yeah yeah, get in there, get it done. And move on. And move on. And make decisions that people aren't going to like uh, politically, but I'm not in it for the politics. Right. I'm not, He's of the no party. Yeah. He's not in the National Republican Corporation or the National Democrat Corporation. Right. I, I owe those people nothing. Beautiful. All right. That's how we wrap up the Reardon Report. It is May 23rd of 2023. So this is the Jordan Jordan edition under the reign of Biden. Thanks for listening. Email me at hankr at conk.com. I'd love to hear your comments, and we'll see you next week.